0: this U S open Picks edition of the sports gambling podcast is brought to you by edge boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sports slash edge to get started today. We're also brought to you by bird dogs shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti style tumbler. When you order over at birddogs.com/pool. bird slash pool, that's B I R D dogs.com slash pool.
1: Hey, this is John Smoltz and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride.
0: The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green with my partner in picks ride real money Kramer. What's happening, Krame
2: dog? No, you didn't say anything all day. I'm wearing a very nice golf SGPN golf polo. Oh, that looks re- fire. Re- repping the bull. Bo- yeah, we're repping the, you know, just repping the brand. You know, you know, you like some advertising from time to time. Yes. You're wearing a college football shirt. I am. I'm reason. wearing
0: a college football experience. It's not a shirt. college
2: football show. We're talking golf. It's true.
0: I'm more of i I'm more of a football guy, Ryan, but Hey, I, I like talking golf, like giving out some golf picks. Hey, the uh, father's day collection, 10% off Uh sports game and Pac- or store at sports podcast.com head over there, use the promo code father's day, get 10% off. I got my dad, a uh, well, SGP golf polo. We got the Nike dry fit uh, polos in the store. Those things are pretty, uh, pretty fire. If I do say so myself.
2: Oh, were you about to hit the board? No, wasn't oh, I wasn't right. I was anticipating oh, some okay. noise. All right.
0: Uh JR Baltimore says golf, I'm here for it. Really? Yes, we got a uh, we got an awesome Golf Picks podcast going here. US Open preview, even though
2: it's in LA too.
0: Yeah, it's in LA right in our backyard. Like
3: sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our league.
0: ever golf edition of days of our league. Oh, Hey, we're going to start our own golf league. It's called the live tour. We're going to give all the players unlimited money. Don't ask where the money comes from. And then they're going to basically buy the PGA out, right? We haven't even gotten into it. We're going to get into it with the uh, golf gambling guys here. Can I give you my synopsis?
2: Brooks broke the PGA. <laughs> I, I don't see any other version. I,
0: I I was still trying to make sense of it. In my mind, I thought the PGA still had a bunch of leverage because the Live Tours ratings suck so hard. But apparently they were gonna lose John Rahm. And I think they felt like uh John losing John Rahm was like the last straw, and they had to they had to cave. But the PGA president really looks like nope. a huge asshole. When you start when you invoke nine eleven families in your argument against doing something and then do it two months later. That's a tough look. It's, it's like a when tough you, look.
2: it's like when you hear the, the Ryan's roses, shout out to Ryan Seacrest and uh, you know, you get that call where you're about to get some free roses and you just lay out the whore. That's the PGA uh, <laughs> commissioner. That's that's pretty much what he did. He's like, all right, I see this coming. Still going for the whore. Sending the flowers to the whore, not the <laughs> wife. Sorry, girlfriend.
0: Yes, uh, don't fall for that trick. Hey, of course, as always, brought to you by Edge Boost, slash Edge. Head over there, get a uh, double your bet with 0% interest. Of course, Edge Boost, the first ever bet now, pay later Visa card. Hopefully, you got down on uh, some Knights action, gave out the Knights for the series congrats to the knights that's going to be an awesome scene i ma- i imagine they're going to be doing some sort of party at Circus Sports. I I, tw- I, just tweeted it out. I want to see our boy Derek Stevens drinking out of the Stanley yes. Cup. Lord Stanley yes. hanging out at Stadium Swim. Uh, it's going to be a, a super fun time there. But again, uh, double your bet with 0% interest. Again, you're not getting raked over the coals. They're not adding a bunch of points here. slash Edge to get started today. Must be 21 years or older to use problem given Call 1 800 Gambler. Joining us on the line from the golf gambling podcast, Mr. Steve Schirmer. What's happening, Steve? Happy U.S. Open. Yeah, thank you. And uh it's nice to see the U.S. Open has come back to Los Angeles at a great mm.
3: uh golf course you got there. Uh excited to talk about it with you tonight.
2: Yeah. Ryan, uh, what do you think is I gotta be honest. That's the least excited I've ever heard Steve (laughs) about a golf course. Well, I mean, it's probably cause Steve's worn out. If you watch
0: his two hour uh, course preview, (laughs) where it's just Steve talking about the course for two hours, the guy unloaded a ton of content and I was, uh, I was catching up on some episodes and uh, yeah, it was great, great content. Hey, (laughs) I can't imagine going through all Steve's stuff and and still having questions about the about the course, about the event. Like he really goes insanely in depth, right?
2: It's like I mean, honestly, you could sell it on one of those course platforms, no problem. Ninety yeah. minutes on the uh, the the architecture, history, and layout of the Los Angeles. Ryan,
0: country. how many people walking around Los Angeles? Oh. Today, you think are aware there is oh. a golf major happening?
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's under 5%. 0. Yeah. <laughs> It's Under. I five mean, p- we're gonna
0: do a man on the street and see if uh, the, uh, people can name both professional football teams. <laughs> uh, I would put that well like twenty percent and lower. Uh, no one has ra- any ra- idea that a ra- golf ra- major is ra- happening in
2: LA. Yeah, I mean, I, pe- more people are gonna think the Raiders are LA's teams. So <laughs>
0: right? Raiders joining us as well. <laughs> Mr. Boston Capper from the Golf Gambling Podcast. What's happening, Capper? Not too much, you know, dodging death. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Betting on golf. Yeah, no. with Ryan. You Ryan, had an
2: opportunity to say the most anticipated return <laughs> in sports.
0: Yes, the Jamar <laughs> Hamlin of podcast
2: host Boston Capper.
0: That's actually a great
2: point. Yeah, just t- stealing Demar. Yeah, I mean, come name. on, what?
0: Demar's back at practice. Capper's got to steal his thunder. Well, if we had comeback podcaster of the year, it would be Boston Capper. I, I think, I think Cam summed it up when he goes, "I hung out with him for a weekend. I'm honestly surprised this was his first heart attack." <laughs> But uh, you, uh, <laughs> well, look, I mean, and then like, you're trying to throw you're trying to throw the Rochester food. I was listening <laughs> to your guys' episode, and it seems like you shouldn't have got the baked beans. He's like, ah, the garbage plate killed me. It almost killed me." Well, here's the re- here's the real deal. We went out
3: on Friday night. Before we went out on Friday, he asked, "Hey, can we stop for cigarettes?" And I'm like, "Well, how many do you got left in your pack?" He's like, "Oh, I only have twelve left." Well, like, you only got twelve. <laughs> like, how many do you smoke? And sure enough. In about three hours, you went through all of them. So <laughs> you know what? Listen, I'm uh very happy. Listen, I'm I'm very sad that that happened to you, but I'm happy you're recovered. And you know what? I think this is probably going to encourage you to stop smoking with the death sticks. So hey, congratulations, yes. Capper! Great, Just great wake up uh, call. You know, and silver linings with everything.
0: And before we move on, please say cardiologist for the uh, because you you said it before the show, but I want <laughs> yeah. the audience to hear. Yeah. I gotta go, gotta go see my cardiologist on Friday. It almost <laughs> sounds. No, like he a tried deal. so. He tried so hard to say it normal. He tried so hard. It sounds like a bit.
2: All
0: right. <laughs> Terrell saying, uh "Capper minus wow, a hundred thousand for comeback podcaster oh, of yeah. the year." You can you can lock that in. Uh We just did the days of our league. Rarely do you see this kind of. uh Kind of, kind of golf drama unless uh, Dustin Johnson is involved uh, off the off the uh, course there. But uh, I'll let you go first here, Steve. Nice cocaine joke. I, you know, just a little, a little passing shot. People know that I'm more than the TMZ Uh. golf guy. Steve, what is your? My first thought is like, hey, this is good for fans and the fact that all the same guys are playing together. But uh, overall, what's your take on the uh, Live uh, PGA merger here?
3: So I'll try and give a little bit of a cliff note summary about exactly what's happened. And it's kind of a merger, kind of not a merger. Essentially what they're doing is the PIF, which is the Saudi essentially slush fund of billions and billions and billions of dollars are just spreading all over the sports world at this point. Uh, they are creating a for-profit entity with the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour the European Tour that essentially is going to be the parent company of all these other leagues live PGA tour and the Euro tour. And eventually they're going to kind of figure out, all right, is live going to continue to exist? Are they going to have team play? We don't really have a lot of details, but that's really all we have right now. And there's a lot of speculation about why this all happened. And the primary reason is twofold. Number one, both of them were suing the hell out of each other. And this was going to be a lawsuit that just would broil for, probably years and years. And I don't think either side really wanted that. I don't think the PGA tour wanted to spend $50 million a year on money. They don't really have on legal costs. And I don't think either side really wanted to go through discovery where some bad stuff would come to light, but it also really is about money at this point. You know, the PGA tour just can't compete with a kingdom who wants to essentially buy golf. So I think both sides just kind of came to the table. You know, at the end of the day, the Saudis just wanted to have their place at the table with golf I think you went as soon as they just backed up a brinks or a truckload of cash to Jay Monahan, the PJ tour. It's amazing how much uh somebody's opinion can change. Uh not. The new stuff
0: or- has come to light. What is the new stuff? How much money they're gonna give you? Yeah. Like, come exactly. on. It, it, money that- is.
1: Such a fucking scumbag! Yeah, like, how unbelievable does, scumbag.
0: How does and again? How does Monaghan like say I, he's lost all credibility with the PGA guys that have stuck around? I'm sure they'll cut them a check so that they shut up and and don't like strong arm or or make things worse. I yep. imagine. I imagine. I mean, you know, these guys turned down millions, some hundred millions. Supposedly, uh, wor- supposedly
2: Tiger turned Whoa. down a billion dollars. Let's workshop this for a yeah. bit. At what <laughs> price is a man's life worth taking?
0: Hmm. <laughs> I mean, <if> you, <laughs> you, if you fuck a
2: guy over a million dollars. You're getting hit in the seventies. I in mean, New York I City. watch, I watch, so, yes. I watch,
0: yes.
1: I watch, but that's the whole point was, is that all, all, like Monahan and all these other fucking assholes tried to take like the morality yeah. issue of it. And that was always my issue with it. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like you're lying. Like if they gave you the money, don't bitch about where the money's coming from, and sixty days later he's doing it. And <laughs> apparently, Monahan had a health issue today, and now was stepping down for a little bit. So it sounds like the mm. p- Saudi's already uh, doing that poison dart <laughs> routine uh, to
2: get them to get him removed. Ah, <laughs> oh, in this case, you're I think uh, you Mr. Might be Monahan. Along. Please be a
0: guest of the Sultan.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to Jay. Got lost there. It, uh, it does seem like. Uh, maybe, maybe in hindsight, maybe we don't go so aggro on the, the moral high ground.
0: Yeah. I mean the 9 11 families thing is really like that you didn't. And, and then to, to Steve's point, like a part of the discovery process, the, they were alleging that the PGA was flying these 9 11 family victims to these live events, like basically helping them protest and getting them all worked up and like facilitating it. Which the DOJ saw as like an antitrust thing. So yeah,
2: it it got really ugly. unrelated, but yeah, that I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know there were people that like worked a professional like picket like protesting circuit. Mm. It happened in my town. People showed up to protest some school stuff with like all the Pride Month stuff going oh, really? on. And they didn't realize they were in a different city than LA. They brought all their signage was LA. La USD when in, in fact we we were not. Fair in LA. so they they showed themselves as being the, yeah, but that's uh yeah, but back to the point. PGA, uh, again, like if you just my angle, if I'm being completely objective and all right, the guy's a scumbag, but I'm looking past it. It's just business. You're a horrible leader. Yeah, how did you not see this coming to not play that card that's gonna make you look like a just well, absolute fuckstick. And even just go behind the scenes and
0: and talk to a Tiger Woods, talk to a Rory, and be like, guys, we're our back is against the wall, they're pl- they're forcing our hand financially. Here's what we're going to have to do to keep the you know whatever whatever his take is, and he still hasn't really, uh, to my mind, really satisfied it. His he, take is the fact gonna that get they more money. all found out at the same time on social media. You just you just look like a complete douche, and I I, I feel like he's lost a ton of credibility.
2: If I've learned one thing in corporate America, it's that when something goes down like this and no one knew, it's a bad decision. It's a bad move. Someone got strong armed. Like yeah. this isn't the move they wanted to make. This isn't the, t- like this was a hostile takeover potentially or do just a complete piece of shit. And he he's a narcissist <laughs> who like a sociopathic narcissist who thought he was probably doing the right thing. But, it's I mean. it's
1: definitely the second, I believe, I think it's the second, especially when you factor in this shadowy guy named Jimmy Dunn, who also Ooh. used nine 11 to like mark his life and like used it for inspiration. Cause he ran a company inside the trade towers. He was golfing that day. So he wasn't in the office, but he lost 60 people and, and it's all oh, been this big thing for him. And now he's perfectly fine taking the PIF money. And it's just, it's the hypocrisy of these of these assholes who run leagues like this, it's just mind blowing. And like, listen, the PGA golfers will be fucking fine. They're all going to get cut a fat check and everybody will be fine. Saudi essentially bought golf. They're the only people who can let in other capital investments. They're not going to have the majority, but they're going to be the biggest dick in the room. So they're going to be able to do whatever they want with it. And let's just hope they don't fuck it up.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, so Jay Monahan went from making eight million dollars per year as Commissioner Berther nine ninety in twenty twenty one to probably making, I would say, upwards to twenty million bucks or so of a large salary oh increase. He's CEO at this new for profit company, and look, I mean, like, that's essentially what happened. It was the Saudis and their lawyers with Monahan, Jimmy Dunn, and this other guy. I think his name's like Ed Lay here. So he's a lawyer too, and then their in legal York, team. Yeah. They all kind of negotiate this. I feel like because they stand to benefit the most out of all this with (laughs) big promotions, a lot of money into their organization. And sure. I mean, like if the PG tour players right now, they're upset because Monahan really hung them out to dry. I mean, Rory was essentially the speaking commissioner for (laughs) a year and a half on this. And Monahan would just send him to the podium and then he got thrown under the bus. But at the end of the day though, it sounds like these guys are going to get some sort of equity stake and The new company that's important because now that they're a for-profit company, they can actually do that, pay these guys kind of compensation instead of using sponsorship or other kind of workaways to funnel money to their best players. You know, and overall, though, it's just gonna be nice to have everyone back under one umbrella, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, it just it was a huge pain in the ass, especially for gambling, too, where oh yeah, you had like all these fields are so watered down and the odds were terrible. So Maybe we'll get a little bit of better outright prices, but we'll see. But you know, I mean, overall, like at the end of the day, it's a really shady move. They all pulled off, but I think in the long run, as long as they don't really screw up the structure and the organization, of the new league, I, I think it's going to work out for the best.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, if anything, what the, the, this, the money, like the, all of the operations that have come out of Saudi or, or Qatar, I mean, if it, they, they have been mostly successful. Yeah, the teams yeah. have mostly gotten better. The thing has mostly been a spectacle. I think what's interesting in this case is they built right, a right. Ju-
0: right, they like built you, a joke league. I like what you're doing. Keep keep hyping up the Saudis. If they got some money to kick they, around. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they start getting interested in podcasts and uh, ignore all the stuff that I or Capper or any anyone on this network that have said negatively. Well, all hail the sultans!
2: But they be, <laughs> because the latest thing that were the latest thing that Saudi tried to get into is this. That's why people are offended by. Yeah. But sur- drive to survive. Well, wait till. Oh they- my god, dude! Formula One is so amazing. I can't wait to see when Red Bull Red Bull brings back Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> like you, you want. Where you, do you think that money comes you from? You want to
0: really take over uh, sports besides. Uh, besides buying the golf league, you got to get into sports gambling. What's the oh. way to get into the gambling? Sultans, we're here. Drop us an email. Podcast at sports Yeah. They, they, that
2: that might have been the Alabama coach's friend. Just the, the Sultan trying. Oh, to get, yeah. Getting a little inside inky. Like, sir, 30,0 000 on a college baseball
0: game. Uh Steve, <laughs> let's let's talk about the course, and then, uh, then we'll get to some of these golfers. Who do we like? DFS Idol, of course, everyone's favorite. Uh Kramer, reigning champ of DFS. DFS Idol, he's the uh Clay Aiken of DFS Idol. So congrats, Kramer. Although, wait, Clay Aiken Damn, I think that's got dirty. second.
2: Why is that dirty? <laughs> uh, Clay sucks. <laughs> wow, come on. <laughs> Who is? It, it, wait, did he win? Awesome? Or wasn't he second? Uh, he might have been. Ruben Yeah. He lost the yeah oh, okay, so, so you're the
0: Ruben Stutter. I come on, dude. I mean, well, Clay you're Aiken. People, people know. Right um, no one's heard it. Yeah. Clay Reuben Aiken
2: Stuttard. probably is still working that tour. No, he's there's enough places that would take him.
0: He's keeping himself busy. He's like a stray cat. Steve, L.A. Country Club. What do we what do we like? What's the take? I know the I know the rough, super long, super thick. Mm. The weather it's it's going to be interesting. It was supposed to get better later in the week, Thursday and Friday, but now I'm seeing some showers,
2: some June gloom.
0: Where are we at with this with this course for the U.S. Open?
3: Yeah, so I mean, this is kind of a big mystery to a lot of people. I mean, we've only seen the uh, uh, play at LACC. Uh, either at the PAC 12 championships about a decade ago, which you know, it was a different uh, you know, uh setup to the golf course, or the Walker Cup. That's an amateur, it's essentially the amateur version of the Ryder Cup where a lot of big names played in it. Uh Scotty Scheffler, Colin Moore, Will Wills Al uh, before he got injured this week. So that was on TV. That was a lot of my reference point to try and see how this place played. Uh, I mean, overall though, so just in a high level view, what is this place? Uh, very wide, firm and fast track. Uh, with very uh, interesting green complexes, very tricky green greenside surrounds, uh, you know, and it's going to play really long. So it's about seventy four hundred yards, par seventy, but there's five par threes. So essentially, if you tack on another two hundred yards to a par three, it's well, they're, uh, they're, you know about seventy six 7, hundred yards.
0: Me and me and my buddies are talking about like some of these par threes. I think are what like two ninety. Like th- these par threes are insane, right? Yes,
3: but the thing is, though, it's a very, there's a lot of elevation changes T to green at this place. So those, uh, that part three you're, you're thinking of it's 290 yards, but it's about 60 feet downhill. So it really plays more like a 250 yard shot. Mm. Basically there's this little bump before the green that you kind of want to bounce the ball to it and it'll funnel the ball right down to the green. So, you know, it, it, it sounds insane. But a lot of these longer holes, like there's, I think, a 540 yard par four that plays 50 feet downhill to a firm fairway. You know, you're probably going to see guys maybe have like 200, you know, 190 yards of that. Uh, green, if the ball's really rolling. So it's going to play a lot shorter on some of those, but there's some really dramatic elevation changes going uphill as well. And those are some really tough shots. You know, it's going to ask for a lot of things in your bag this week. And it's a typical us open. You got to drive the ball. Well, you got to hit your iron screen. You got to putt well, uh, you know, around the green. I think the one thing about it is what I noticed at the Walker cup was guys were not hitting very good bunker shots. Uh, there's not a lot of sand in these bunkers, so it's really hard to get up and down from. So I, I think just really good iron play is really important this week, long iron play especially. And there are definitely is a strong trend to that. No matter what U.S. Open golf course we've gone to, the guys who tended winning end up being the guys who drove with the best. I think eleven of the last fourteen winners have been inside the top thirteen strokes gained off the tee. You know, now some people might think that might not matter this week with wider fairways, but you know they play a little narrower in some spots because there's a lot of uh, sloping to them. You know, if you hit the wrong side of a slope, it'll go to the wrong side, and then you have to carry over a bunker, or you can't get to a pin. So I think overall, I mean, I don't think there really is a criteria to be long or short, but I think you got to drive it extremely well, and I think that's going to set you up for a lot of success at this place.
2: Got I it? did, I did uh, uh, put out one or retweet one of those videos where they showed the dude dropping the ball into the rough.
0: Mm, oh yeah, uh, I mean it is that thing is gone and. Uh, 290 yard part of three, even downhill. I feel like driver twice, and I'm there. I'm on.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> two, I mean. Imagine playing a course that that's like that long and with rough like that.
0: Yeah, that the rough shot is. You'd insane. have to have like
2: a ball indicator. There's no way we'd be able to find our ball, right?
0: No, no. that's what they get the spotters for. They throw the little flags. <laughs> like we would
2: we would we
1: would need we would need a dozen balls for the front nine. Forget about <laughs> it.
0: Uh it seems like uh putting's gonna matter a lot. I know Capra, I know Scheffler has, has been struggling with his putter. Is he someone yep. on your list you like, or, or are you off on Scotty this weekend?
1: I mean, it's terrifying to bet against Scotty, right? He's I mean, T to Green, he's insane right now. We're talking like Tiger Woods levels uh with his with his with his off the tee, his iron game, everything, except for putting. His putter is broken. Um, he's six and a half to one for a reason, but with he's only many, five plus 10,
0: 650 outright?
1: Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Man. Yeah, it's insane. And look, it, it, with as many par putts as guys are going to have to make from five and ten feet, you know, historically at, at U.S. Opens, like you said, we don't know how this is going to play. But these greens look fast and undulating. I, I'm not going to, with 160 guys in this field, there's probably 20 guys who can pro- win, maybe less. And Scotty's one of them. But at six and a half to one, I'm not going to. I'm not going to play it.
0: What about our? I, I feel like um, breaking news. I did not put him in my DFS lineup, but I do want to talk about him here. What about our boy Tommy Fleetwood, Capper? Are you riding? Yeah. Are you riding Fleetwood this week? Yeah. So I had a I had a ticket for him last week. Oh, uh, yeah, the, I know.
1: He almost put me back in the hospital, uh, so that was fun. Um, Wait, so did the doctor
0: yeah. tell
2: you not to bet? Yeah, on I golf? mean,
0: I know he should say we got to Kramer. We got to talk to. Doctor, we got to tell him. Okay, no smoking, no drinking, no betting on Tommy Fleetwood, no chasing with late parlays. Only three first round leaders. Like we need to actually talk to his Uh, doctor to give him. We
2: need to do a consult. Yeah, I'll call you guys up. Yeah, they're looking
0: at the heart, and we can the plaque that has accumulated just from your golf bets alone. Like we got to talk to this
2: guy. I'll be honest, I'm worried about football season.
0: Yeah, I know. That's why we got to get to it. I mean, carrot sticks help but if you're still like uh, putting in massive bets uh, that you're just going to stress yourself
1: out, I mean, you know, we're worried, yeah. Listen, baby steps, man, baby steps. Yeah, By the time true. football season rolls around, that'll be good. Um, uh, but, but yeah, Fleetwood typically plays well in, in yeah. tougher conditions uh, around the green putting. He's fine. I just didn't like his, uh, I don't know. I didn't like his killer mentality uh, this past Sunday, but fuck do I know he's out in the playoff and, and I'm not, uh, but I like him as a DraftKings play. Probably
0: not a note. right? I don't think he's going to win. Uh, but DraftKings play is fine. You do lo- okay, man. I have to adjust this. Um, Steve, what about uh? We saw we saw Brooksy Live Guy uh win the win. Uh, oh,
2: he's not. I mean, ma- five time major champion, maybe. Yeah. Not just the Live Guy.
0: No, but I'm saying we just saw Live Guy win with Brooks Koepka. Uh, do we see back to back Live Guys win? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Phil Mickelson finally Ooh. gets his. Uh, U.S. Open. How say you, Steve?
3: I mean, there's. I I understand why people might speculate about Phil Nicholson. I mean, it is Phil, and it's always fun to root for him. And you know, there are some Augusta National comps to this place with the uneven lies, the elevation changes, kind of wide corridors. I think the difference is though when Phil goes to Augusta National like he did back in April and just shows up, he knows the course like like it's on the back of his hand, and he knows exactly where to miss it at this place. Here though, I mean, he hasn't seen it. Um, I think he actually was practicing at home the first two days before coming in, I think tomorrow to play, which I don't think that's a great uh, plan. So the fact that, you know, there are definitely places you don't want to miss here, especially around the green, around the wrong side of the fairway. So if you don't really have a good scouting report of this place uh, before it, uh, I mean, I just don't see it. So I get the, I get it with, you know, you got to have a really good short game and he's a magician around the greens but as far as winning, uh, I don't think we're going to get a repeat of what happened to Kiwa a couple of years
0: ago. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty cool moment there uh, Especially was, now, like, I mean, with him and
2: I, he just looks skinny, you know, <laughs> I wonder if he can make it through. 0. Uh,
0: well, he's probably going he mean- to, he
1: was 200 to one as well. And it was like right after COVID. So it was like when the crowds were actually back and like, we could like be around each other. Yeah. Like it was, it was fucking
0: amazing. Like, did I you, think I had
1: Brooks. I had Brooks money too. And I was still
0: happy. Did you guys see the Phil Mickelson tweet? Like uh, someone on Twitter was giving him shit about his gambling problem. Oh, and he so goes, great. he goes, I don't even gamble anymore. And he goes, by the way, what could I do with uh, $800 million that I couldn't do with $760 million. It's like, wow, I've never seen <laughs> someone brag about losing $40 million he in built. gambling, but here we are, Phil <laughs> and his, I mean, again, like him tweeting out, when the merger happened, he's like, what a great day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: He was, he was on the uh, troll tour that day. No, oh, gosh,
0: it was.
3: Yeah. It was, I mean, like his film made a lot of noise about it, but he ended up being right about a lot of this stuff too. Yeah. So you no, know, he was, it kind of, it kind of was a victory lap a little bit for him. Yeah. He was Deserving saying,
0: he was saying like, Hey, PGA, we know there's more money to be found. Like find that money. Now PGA in that short term, they were all of a sudden there's these bonuses and some more money coming in. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a great day to be Phil, <laughs> <fill>. but <laughs> him bragging about losing 40 million gambling was just, oh man, that guy is just a true hashtag. <laughs> only. All right. We're going to get to some DFS idol before we do that. Shout out to bird Dog and, and truly bird dogs are dogs, man. I, I I'm wearing the shorts now I'll show them off here. You know what? I'll, I'll just show them off right oh, now because wow. these things are incredible. Oh, no. Ryan, Ryan, keep talking about you bird too? dog
2: shorts. I guess I'll go. Do I, oh, do we want to go? Do we re- Oh no. What are we doing? You're getting really close to the camera. I don't wait. We don't have
0: go back to, Oh,
2: we don't have that. camera. Wait, you want me to go here, here, come back, come back. Here we go. This is, it's my shot, but okay. We will go here. Come a little. Yep. Look at these the, shorts. All right. So Sean youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Sean is uh, showing off a lot. I will say one thing about the bird dogs. They, uh, they don't leave much. Uh, they don't leave much hidden. It's a good thing. They have that liner inside. Keep everything in place.
0: No, I mean the, I, these I don't
2: know what you had planned that to be, <laughs> but that sorry, Ryan. It's my first
0: uh, short modeling gig. But again <laughs> it, it, the the built in liner and built in boxers are amazing. It feels like you're it truly feels like you're free balling, but you're not. And again, they're Why not? There what do you mean?
2: Well, you could be.
0: No, you have the built in liner. Well, I'm saying oh, oh, it feels saying. even better than But you're not double bagging it in there. No, okay, no, geez, exactly. Geez, that's that's what I'm you, you would you're not free balling because you have the built-in liner. No. Again, the the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric keeps it cool and dry all day long. I love these bird dogs. And look at this badass oh, wow. Yeti tumbler yeah. they throw in for free. Bird dogs.com slash pool enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. I just <sighs> uh did my hot yoga class mm. in the mesh short ones. No child. Now now, oh dude, you're oh, gonna completely man. forget about anything. I will sort say of... I've
2: had some chafing issue my day. Yeah. Uh, oh right. if
0: you're one of those guys, baby powder. Cause you get no, you get,
2: that's that's amateur hour.
0: And, and read Out about those. Law, I, I'm not here to disparage Johnson Johnson, but read about mm. some of those talcum lawsuits. No. You got to just go to bird dogs, Fuck amazing, amazing uh product here. Bird slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird
2: dogs off. We promise you. I'm not, I'm not taking these things off. You, you go powder. Yeah, I mean,
0: the U S open cadet, I'm going to still be wearing the same pair of shorts, right? And that's you,
2: how it You go we're. powder on on the back country. You're going to come out with a cake. Oh
0: yeah. It's going to, it's going to be horrible. All right. Um, and, well, and shout out to easy in the chat saying you should rename your company, the uh, Saudi gambling podcast network. We're, we're completely open to that. No, we uh, love America. The PIF fund.
2: <laughs> we, we Yeah. I mean, we, we do love America. Yes, but uh, also. And what? What more American than uh, than taking a bunch of Saudi money? Well, I mean, it, we are a global economy, Sean. We are. Uh, we, <laughs> Reaching some, out. Some people open their eyes. Some people choose to close them. Which, by the way, if you do open your eyes and watch that alien video in slow motion, it does appear like there could have been an alien. Hmm. In the- oh, which yeah. the Vegas one? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that one seems uh, legit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is. The aliens see what Elon's up to, <laughs> and they realize we're gonna have space travel soon. So now they have to act.
0: They're in on it. All right, Kramer, you are the uh, oh. ra- reigning champ. Congratulations! And uh, play the UGO music first.
2: Play the championship music. And we don't really have it. Yeah, you have like the. Give me some like. Oh uh,
0: oh uh, oh! All right, let me see if I have it here. I, I want to hear, a dig hear Kramer, Do that again. Tonight. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> That's the only one I have. Here you go.
2: I want a dick rubbed on me tonight.
0: All right, here he is. Your three time DFS Idol champion in the Giants quarter. Haley out of New Jersey.
2: All right, Kramer. That's all I got. Uh, Br- Brooks Kepka. Okay. W- why the fuck would I not have Brooks <laughs> Kepka in there? 10,800. There's no handicap here. This is my golf handicapping right now. Brooks broke all of golf. He created a crack so large that the the not the the uh, the PIF not live tour mm. the PIF was able to get in and take over and pay everyone more money horribly. So yeah, Brooks Kepka. momentum. Guys, how say you? Well, he, he has the been capper, You go it, first. What do you got? About that. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I mean, look, I mean, the ownership's actually kind of low. I expect him to catch more steam. Um, but you know, 13% Brooksy. he's uh, he's a killer at majors. I mean, he just went out and improved it. Uh, he's great at us opens. Uh, if it's going to play, like we think it's yeah, going to play where he's one, too. You know, yeah, par is uh, par is your friend. And the way he was firing, uh, one of our buddies, Joe Idoni, like charted every shot in the fourth round. And I think the farthest one on the PGA was like seven feet or something ridiculous. So he he, he can do it. The only thing I'd worry about is uh, he was going uh, skiing uh, down here in the in the summertime <laughs> for it seems like a Some long period Florida of time. skiing. Yeah, a little Florida skiing, watching those teas and uh not yeah, not sure not sure how much sleep he's gotten over the past couple of weeks, but uh I guess the Panthers got eliminated tonight, so maybe that'll
2: help. But I mean, that be the only out. reason. Panthers got eliminated a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Is, that was that was a real sad performance. I I would say, yeah, I mean p- part of the handy not that I wasn't gonna play Brooks, but it does also seem like is gonna get a lot more ownership. Oh yeah, Sheffield Scheffler's probably gonna push over twenty percent.
0: Steve, say you on uh Brooksy here?
3: Yeah. I mean, Kramer's pandering to the judges here because I know <laughs> that Kapka is always a soft spot for me. And of course I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad about Brooks Kapka. And look, I mean, like a, a couple of comp courses to this place that I looked at this week with rolling terrain, wide fairways, Aaron Hills, Shinnecock Hills. Those are two extremes of what this U S open could be. I think LSEC is going to be right about in the middle, but guess who won those U S opens? Brooks Koepka. So obviously really good at Augusta national too, with uneven lies, so no concerns there. I think the only thing, I don't think he's going to actually win this one. Cause every single major he's won, he's played the week before. And I like seeing that mm. cruise control Sunday where he's kind of saying like, all right, it's go time. Now he didn't get that. He hasn't played in a couple of weeks. But I think a solid top 10 finish is definitely in order for Brooks. I see no reason why he can't play well at this place at US Open. He's perfect for this type of setup where it's good to be conservative at this place, especially at LACC, where there are places where if you are too aggressive, you can be in just horrible spots. Koepka is very smart with how he approaches golf courses. I think he's going to be very smart with this one. And based on what he said in the press conference today, He's locked and ready. Like someone asked him a question about live and PJ tour, and he just blew off the question Mm -hmm. and said, essentially, "I don't give a shit about that. I just care (laughs) about the majors, and that's why I'm awesome at this."
2: Hard to hard to hard to fade Brooksy. I I, I like him. Please tell me you have him in your lineup, Sean. No, I don't. Oh
0: my god, don't have Brooks. What are you doing? I'm going for my big dog. I'm going John Rom. Course, right. eleven PGA tour victories. Five of them occurred in California, made the cut, 15 straight majors. So you know he's at least getting you to the uh the weekend there. And again, Strokes gained approach over oh. the last uh 24 rounds. He's second only behind Scotty Scheffler, who were fading because he can't putt. And proximity, 175 yards plus over the past 24 rounds. John Rahm is number one.
2: I got something else for you. What do you got? Well, uh, Steve mentioned the 2013 Pac 12 Championship, where Ooh. a lot of people are talking about Max Homa playing there, but John Rahm also participated in that event. So let's go. little course knowledge too, there for you.
3: Steve, how say you, John Rahm? Well, unfortunately that Pac-12 championship, I think he bombed out. I don't think he played very well. So it was probably very negative uh, courses, but still regardless though, uh, I mean, look, it's hard to poke holes in John Rahm's resume. I mean, you yeah. got to have really good combination of length and accuracy at this place to make sure you're on the correct side of the fairway. And John Rahm is arguably one of the best in this field. There is that strong trend of 11, the last 14 us open winners have been inside the top uh, 20 and strokes getting off the tee. I think he's about 17th. Uh, this year in that category, really good from 175. You know, a couple little nits about his resume. Not the best wedge player. There's a couple wedges at this place where he might get in trouble. Um, you know, he's been struggling around the green a little bit too lately, and his mm. record at around the green on Bermuda hasn't been all that strong. But overall, though, I mean, you know, I, there's some concerns. I think in his past about if he's mentally fit for U.S. Open. He's a different cat now. It's a fine pick, even though it's garnering a little bit of uh, mm. ownership in the strange. I think he's probably going to be. You know either second or third highest, uh, in above 10,000 bucks. It's John Rahm. I, I think, uh, he's coming a little bit under the radar like he did before the Masters, so I, I think that's a good pick.
0: All right, I'll take it. Yep. Close enough to a victory, well,
2: felt negative, but he came back to a good pick. He picked a, a, pick.
0: picked a couple of nits, but that's it's, you know, Steve, it's only, it's only because I bet him outright
2: and <laughs> the oh. fact
0: that
1: he just. And the fact that you just criticized mm. John Rahm's wedges after I brought oh. up Rory McElroy's shitty wedges, and then oh, you said wow. you don't have to worry about wedges on this course, and then you just <laughs> use a hole in
3: my guy, I find <laughs> offensive. Uh, you know, pot, cow and kettle black because you spin any sort of thing in order to make a guy fit in your <laughs> yeah. lineup actually that'd they they
0: be, so be spun. All right, <laughs> fine. Fine.
3: Fair I, you know, I,
0: I or so, how say you on uh on uh I love John
1: Robb. Yeah. He's always been one of my guys. Uh, he lost, I think, over oh, oh, five strokes putting um, this past week. Yeah, I mean, it's one of his worst putting performances since. Let's see. it's It's actually his worst putting performance since 2018. So I don't see him doing that again. Steve is right as far as like around the green. It's always kind of a concern with him. It just depends. Um, I hope it plays like Augusta. Obviously, he can win and, and chip around there for plays like that with some of the runoff areas uh, and things like that. Yeah, but I love John Rom. He's a killer. Um, yeah, I mean that's it. I mean I I like I like Ron and Brooks, I like them both, but I I bet
0: and uh make sure you check out the golf gambling podcast. Make sure you smash that subscribe button, check out the guys, do a great job on the show. I really like their elimination game, Ryan, Mm. that they play. It's uh, Steve cobbles together a bunch of the trends and they, they put all the golfers in there and it's like a slowly, you know, knocking off essentially which couple or one guy fits all these uh, different, you know, past indicators. It's a, it's a great way to look at it. And they've, they've done a good job hitting on some of these whittling them down and putting together a nice little, a nice little run there. Kramer.
2: How say you? Who's your second golfer? Well, it's by the way, that Pac 12 championship, Max almost set the course record. Fun fact. Oh, wow. I think he still holds the course record. Sounds like you're playing. Uh, No, I'm not going to play him because I think he's going to be super chalky for that reason. So, uh, Steve was very, very wise to point out also that the Walker Cup was there, Scheffler, Colin Morikawa. Again, these names are being touted as a little bit of course history. I've not seen a ton of places mention the fact that Mr. Patrick Cantley, which I hope I'm not creating bad team dynamics, putting Cantley and uh, Kepka on the same team, but he's a UCLA guy. Oh, okay. Hmm. From what I understand UCLA, the guys play some rounds over there. Again, this was back in 2012, but still maybe there's some course wisdom there passed down through the, the years uh, with the, the UCLA Bruins. So uh, we'll call it narrative handicap course, knowledge, handicap, <laughs> 10,300 Patrick Cantley and I think also I'm avoiding the chalkier options up at the top, aka Victor Hobb, Steve Hassan, John Rob and Scotty Scheffler.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's not garnering a ton of ownership this week. It was just surprising to me because I thought people would go with that narrative too. I think people are just kind of done with Patrick Cantley at <laughs> majors. And look, I kind of went into the week a little cool on him. I was concerned about the Bermuda history with him and some of his problems around the green, most notably with a really bad performance last year at Southern Hills with the same Mm -hmm. agronomy at this place. But look, I mean, like he has played this place a couple dozen times that he said. Uh, his home course in California is Bermuda and bent grass. He lives in Jupiter, Florida. He plays at medalist. So, uh, you know, some of his Bermuda concerns have been a little bit alleviated over the last year and a half or so. Maybe he's a little more comfortable with that service. And if that's the case, I mean, Cantley has a lot of things of what you're looking for. Great driver. <laughs> uh, the iron plays been a little bit up and down, but really good on bent grass. Although a major championship venues has been all that great low bogey rates. And I think with this place though, just with no one really seeing it, you know, I, I, he seems like a really cerebral guy who maybe with some of his past majors hasn't been all that great because he overprepares. Max Helmy kind of talked about that uh, in an interview this week, but the fact that he kind of knows this golf course very well, maybe he can just go out and play golf, and maybe that's going to be enough for him to have a decent oh. finish this week. So uh, I've kind of come around on Cantlay. I yes. know my co-host vehemently disagrees on Ooh.
2: this. Now we're talking. Right now, now
0: controversy. Well,
2: real quick, yeah. before you shit on my pick. Yeah, yeah. we were discussing before the show, Sean, in the office, uh, the proper amount of days that we had to be nice to Capper <laughs> after <laughs> since he since he had yeah, since he had a that, medical emergency. Oh wow,
0: you guys are gonna bust my chops! What it sounds like, attack.
2: I'm sounds like I'm throwing out my sixty days. It's been long enough. All yeah. right, Capper, tell me he why it's a horrible. Doing all right. Tell me why it's a horrible pick.
1: So it's, it's not a horrible pick, right? Every stat oh, model on, is going to say, every stat model is going to say, can't lay, can't lay, can't lay. what's you know your why mo- I know that? Your model I say for that every fucking time. <laughs> and he just does it. Look, he's, he played better. He was good at the PGA. He chose a T 10. He was now or T nine. He was never in contention masters, never in contention. Like he might backdoor you a top 20, but at, you know, 10, 10, three, um, somebody—he's just got to prove it to me. I'm sick of it, and like, I don't know. He's—he's he's like watching fucking paint dry too. So it, it, it's a guy who I'm not a fan of to begin with. Steve's right though; all the stats point to him. Great on bank, grass, not great in majors. He's a stud off the tee this year. Uh, you know, he lost a ton of strokes potting at the Memorial. That's not typically him, so that's not something I would be worried about. You know, the up and down iron game, maybe, but yeah. I mean, I look. Sean. You know I get why everybody's picking them and why Steve bet him. I just, I, I just can't I'm like the abused wife, man. I can't take it no more. Mm.
3: One other point about Cantley, by the way, they're saying that there's going to be, re- it's going to be really slow pace, really slow rounds at LACC. And maybe that's actually going to play in the Cantley's advantage <laughs> because perfect. everybody complains about his slow play, <laughs> including my co-host rightfully. So it really yep. is painful to watch, yeah. but the fact that no one's really going to be on his ass, you know, calling the clock on him. Maybe that's gonna make him kind of comfy.
2: Wait, you gotta yep. do you have that clip of? Uh, Pay up to be contrarian.
0: No, the, remember um,
2: Brooks <laughs>
0: stroke. Yeah, Brooks talking him. about stroke. Ryan, see if you can find that because that that really cracked me up. Uh, my <laughs> next golfer, eighty nine hundred dollars, Mister Tyrell Hatton. He was only one stroke off the lead at the Canadian Open uh top what 15 in each of his last 5 events including three top 5 finishes top 20 shots gained OTT shots gained APP shots gained Look at I, I only know what the putting means. I, I'm, Golf Sean's a fucking nerd. I, I assume nerd. the other two are pretty good. I like the price. <laughs> I heard uh, Capper say he has the attitude to win this, uh, which, you know, I'm an attitude gut handicapper. Do you like him for DFS at $8,900, Capper?
1: So I think you misheard me about his attitude. His attitude is something I love because he's hot tempered and he throws mm. clubs and screams yeah. at balls. And, love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know if that's the mentality to, <laughs> oh, you know, for on. a slog to win the U S open. Uh, I love Hatton as a golfer and as a, <laughs> as a fellow degenerate, but listen, everything you said is right. I mean, he's in great form. He's playing some of the best golf of his life right now, more consistent than ever. I would say King um, obviously, I mean, you saw the round on Sunday and get insanely hot with the flat stick and and really just bury guys and make a run up the leaderboard. I don't know if he's going to win it, but especially um, at his price at 8,900 with as many birdies. He can make. He can easily outscore his DraftKings position and be and be really solid. For you. the only thing I'd worry about a little bit is his, his open history hasn't been good, but his Masters history was even worse than it was this year. Mm. I mean, he came in thirty-four, so maybe he can prove on that as well.
0: Steve, how say you on Mister uh, Mister Hatton here? Yeah, I mean, I, I like my co-host
3: trying to uh, you know shine a turd by pointing to T, turn, t- thirty-four finish at the Masters, where there's only like ninety guys in that field. So, <laughs> listen, he only beat you know. Two thirds of them. But look, I mean, everything my co host says correct. He's been playing extremely well, probably the best, most consistent PGA tour performances all this year. Here's the thing, though, like my co has just mentioned it. it. That. The US open record is not very good. You wonder if he has kind of the head for this thing. Uh, you know, there are some golf you never really know sometimes with Terrell Hatton if he's gonna like a golf course or not. Like, he doesn't really like Augusta National because he thinks it's kind of unfair. There's a lot of guts and national comps this place. Is that going to be a factor too? Yeah, I mean, like he does fit the trend of like really good off the tee. I think he's ranked like 12th or 13th in strokes of off the tee this year. But the thing is, though, you look into it a little bit. None of it's really elite in any category. I think he's like 50th in distance and like 70th in accuracy. So mm-hmm. it might be a little fraudulent how he's doing it. Um, you know, he's been doing a lot of it lately with the putter. His bogey rates are a little high too, so that can really snowball, snowball for him. And it seems like he's really popular in DFS this week. I don't really like him a whole lot. I think oh, there's no. some oh, other guys around God. him that I definitely prefer more at lower ownership. So I, Jeez. I, I, I'm this is devastating. Not on the Terrell Hatton bandwagon this
0: week. <laughs> this is just devastating.
2: I, uh, <laughs> I was gonna mention it, but, uh, cousin Mush also. Oh yes, in on So oh Everyone oh, wow. also Mush.
1: He's trying to qualify for the Rhode Island Amateur oh. thing, right? Oh, oh
2: yeah, boy.
0: wow. <laughs> All right, maybe we can uh, maybe we can get some uh, some, get some content of him throwing <laughs> clubs at his competitors, <laughs> screaming at him.
2: The yeah. um, let's see. he goes uh, probably got to shoot seventy seven or lower. Can be yep. done. Fingers crossed. Mm. So yeah I,
1: yeah, I played I played with Mush, man. He can he can shoot seventy seven.
2: Yeah, I would say he definitely. If you if you showed up to the first tee, you'd be you surprised. You have no idea. Yeah, yeah you, you would would have be. no idea how good a golfer he is. Yeah, He's
0: he, he once said golf is the only thing I'm good at, and uh, yeah. he was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steve. All right, you also really, went
2: to high school with Joe Musial. <laughs> I wanted to bring that up. Should
0: I swap in <laughs> Matt Fitzpatrick or
2: oh. Cam Smith at this price? Oh, point? oh we're swapping. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah, Cam yes Smith. To, yeah, yes yeah Cam Smith. Cam okay. Smith. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. And so, I'm
1: gonna know I'm gonna note that so if that somehow bites you in the ass, you can yell at us. Oh, yes. Okay. All right,
0: all right. Official wow.
1: official But swap. remember, don't start grave dancing like you did last time on a Thursday, and the guy was cut by
2: the end of Friday.
0: <laughs> Why? That's fun though. Come on.
2: <laughs> I didn't know we were yeah. changing our lineups. Oh,
0: 100% I'm changing my lineup. <laughs> after after getting those kind of notes and feedback, Brian, <laughs> this is a this is a work in progress. I I mean,
3: you just turned your lineup into Capper's dream. You got two of his boys right here, Rom and Cam Smith, and I love Cam Smith a lot this week. I mean, you definitely just uh, got a favorable rating uh, from uh, my co-host. I'm just trying to
0: impress the judges. That's it, Kramer. Who's your third golfer?
2: I I wonder uh, if there's any integrity left in this world. (laughs) Uh, And by the way, by the way, by the way, technically you're breaking the rules, right? So I don't know. How would you fix it? Uh, honestly, I'd start stroking guys. If you're going to take that long, you got to get stroked. Doesn't matter if you're. Um, I mean, there's certain circumstances where you know the wind switches, something like that. It's understandable, but them. stroking guys. <laughs> so uh, good.
0: <clears throat> who's your third golfer?
2: Do you think he knew? Uh, all right. So obviously, when I started, the second I saw that, uh, it seems like uh, intelligent people are suggesting that Ricky Fowler could be a good play this week. I said, well, no need to research any further. He's good mojo for the squad because Cantley and Kepka are going to be on his ass because Kepka is going to want Cantley to stroke or Cantley or Kepka is going to want someone else to stroke Cantley, <laughs> which is going to be awkward. So they're going to need someone cool there. Ricky Foul, insert Ricky Fowler, who, by the way, based on what I understand, endorsements dried up, so he's trying hard at golf again. That's the uh, TLDR uh, for the nerds out there. Seventy-five hundred. Mm-hmm. Tell me it's great, Capper. I don't mind it. It's oh, just, what do you mean? You just,
0: oh, doesn't mind, mind it. it. So That's I'm not a Ricky guy.
2: I'm not a Ricky guy. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm a Ricky I don't know. Guy. He, he, he always just he he just to me he always got too much hype because he wore fucking orange pants. Oh, so did. fabulous! So much, <laughs> um, so much drip. Now look, he's been playing really well up until this up until the PGA, right? So you can't <laughs> knock him on that. And look, you started with two 10K guys. Um, so, you know, you're yeah. going to have to, you know, find some upside down here. The only thing I'd worry about is he's, he's a, uh, he's a darling and he, oh. he's going to be very, very, very popular. So oh. you got to hope he's, you got to hope he's good chalk and not bad chalk. Um, and especially in like the set seven thousand and dollars range, you always want to be wary, especially in golf when everybody starts to okay one well, person,
2: uh, uh, Steve, but I,
1: listen, he's fine. Like he's, he's fine for 7,500. I mean, I just want to kind of see where the rest of your ownership's at.
2: I do have a 800 to spend, Uh, but Steve, what's your opinion? I mean, look
3: like a lot of golf courses. I like to compare LACC to as a reference point. He's done very well at Augusta huh? national Kappa Louis, really good that both of them have a lot of elevation changes and uneven lies. Uh, he was T 23 at Southern Hills last year. You know, that's got a little bit wider fairways, rolling topography, really good at Aaron Hills. Same deal there too. Uh, good. I mean, this is way back in the day and then you kind of have to just trust like, okay, Ricky's kind of found stuff. Uh, Pinehurst was really firm and fast Bermuda too. And that's what we're going to see this week. <laughs> so there's a lot of good uh, golf courses to draw upon the, uh, you know, his iron play has been great. The uh, off tee has been up and down, but he has shown some spike weeks, you know, really good around the green. That's really mm. encouraging too. But you know, like my co-host said uh, he is generating some popularity and he was very popular at the PGA and he bombed out. So is that going to happen again? You know we'll see, but just on its surface, the profile is pretty good. So uh, it's you know, it's an acceptable pick.
2: <laughs> so you wouldn't pivot, to, you wouldn't pick. pivot to Dustin Johnson. Oh, can, right. Can, you did you
1: have 800 to spend? Let's wait to see what, what the rest of your lineup looks like before we
2: start pivoting. Oh, all right, all right. I like oh, this Come we'll on.
0: Get th- oh, are you gonna fix everything? Oh
2: no. No, I'm not. I plan on playing this lineup, Sean, and dominating. I need to, I again. need to, I need to, I need to get a W. Three here. more to go. And I'll tell you what, Sean, you have a chance because the the most I spend on any of these next three guys is 7200.
0: For me, yeah. next up, California Native, fourth at the PGA championship. Gain seven and a half strokes off the T and O kill. Which led the field, also 4.4 strokes on approach, ranking 15th for the week. Loves a protein
2: shake, Mister Bryson D. Shambu. That's disgusting. You played Bryson and not Brooks. Yep, I'm off the show. That's it. This is a (laughs) this is a
0: classic zag. This is when Bryson shows up, 7600. Steve, that's a good play at 7600, right? Well.
3: Let's talk about a little bit about single length irons on un, on uneven lies and that has been something that Bryce <laughs> oh, has really struggled with. His uneven lies. Uh, really bad at Augusta. He was not very good at Shinnecock Hill's, not very good mm. at Aaron Hills. Hasn't ever really been very good at Kapalua. The theory behind it is because all these irons are one length, anytime he has the ball above his feet or below his feet that can be a big problem. He's never really been the best around the green either. So if he's not hitting his irons all that good, you know, that can definitely be, um, you know, a disadvantage for him this week. You know, I mean, he can definitely drive the ball really well. Yeah. That can be an advantage, but overall though, I, I just, you know, there's definitely a proven track record that anytime there's elevation changes on <laughs> lies, he's been terrible. So um, not a fan.
0: Well, I, I and now I think Steve must have misheard me because I mm. clearly had Justin Rose at 7,700. Uh, Capper, what's your take on uh, Justin Rose there?
1: <laughs> Much better than Bryson, okay, I yeah. To, I, 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 I don't know what I talk, Steve
0: heard over there. Yeah. Steve, check your connection.
1: Yeah, he must, he must have misheard you. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the Bryson, not a great pick. Okay. Uh, but uh, Rose, I mean, look, he's uh, he's been playing really well, plays well in tough conditions, usually gets off to pretty fast stats. Um, he was doing a ton of it with his putter but um I feel like that's something that he can you know typically do when he's when he's standing a, between like a five and an eight footer you're you feel pretty confident when you have money on him which is always a good sign versus most of the bums I bet who I'm freaking out about <laughs> um you know off the tee he is a little squirrely a little short um, good iron hope, play though right just yeah Rose? really good really yeah. good iron player uh he's been playing really well I don't hate the
2: pick at all Kramer How's that you, fourth golfer? You're on the clock. All right. So, because of the, I'm going in price order. I did, be, and, and because Cousin Mush uh, is competing at the highest levels of amateur pro golf in Rhode Island tomorrow. And I wanted to give, <laughs> he wanted to c- collaborate on the show. I, he oh, told, is that who's he, been helping you? No, no, no. Just this one pick. Mm. I said, Give me a pick. He said, A guy I like is Denny McCart- McCarthy, 7,200 quote the best putter on tour. He's coming off a runner up at the Memorial and he's finishing the top 25, 10 out of his 22 starts this year. Uh, yeah. So uh, again, I had to, I, I, I have some money to spend. I don't think I'll need to pivot. Cause these guys are going to love this pick Steve, you go first.
3: Well, I mean, look, uh. Memorial was really tough and he's been pretty <laughs> good on some difficult tracks. I mean, he did really well last year. Yes. At Brookline, I just worry about the fact that he's really short off the tee. he's a really bad long iron player. And honestly, around the green, you know, he can be kind of hit or miss sometimes like he's got some spike weeks, but he's also got some clunkers too. So I think if he's going to like for him to really do well this week, he's got to get up and down from everywhere and drain a lot of putts. That's asking a lot for a guy, you know, with that, with that. So I mean, it's it's a pivot play,
0: um, oh. but we need to just cut together I, I all don't, the I, all the like somewhat I, I, I positive. I don't, I don't, I don't love it. Capper, Steve, Steve trying to not be super mean.
1: Uh, Danny McCarthy's a loser.
0: <laughs> See now, Cap, Capper is the Simon is the Simon Call and. Uh, and uh, and Steve's the Randy Jackson, where right? he's just trying. He's trying to be positive. He's trying that's to give the you something. Shit he's ever said.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's oh. it. He's a loser. He's never won anything. He's probably never
0: gonna win anything. Oh. He puts really. He puts really well. O'Doyle <laughs> oh, Doyle no, rules. No,
2: no. All uh, right.
0: Great. Great pick, right? Moving on to my oh, pick. Wow, that's in, this that, is That didn't go so well. This is just <laughs> going to continue to get uh capper all worked up. Although. I don't know. I maybe he's off him. I like him at this price. I like him at this course, Keegan Bradley, $7,600 capper. Let's take this to the bank. <laughs> Tell people why that's why he's uh he's a great value play this week.
1: He is a great value play. Typically I'd be worried about him being chalky, but he is mm. not chalk because he's right around Bryson and, and Ricky and Wyndham Clark for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, listen, Keegan long and straight off the box. One of the best long iron players in the world. He's a little squirrely around the greens, um, which makes me a little nervous. He used to be a terrible, awful putter. It would cripple him. Now he's using that really annoying, super long aim point, but I don't care. Cause it's helping my boy putt. Um, he's playing better at the beginning of the year, <laughs> um it's kind of been middling since the players since uh he got sold. But uh look, this is the type of course that suits him well, played really well in Brookline last year. Um, I know it was a home game for him, but uh he was he was legit in contention on Sunday and I can see him doing it again. And he's another guy who makes birdies, and we're talking about DraftKings, so you want scoring. You want somebody who could outscore his, his his finishing
0: position. Love it. Steve, do you share Cavern's enthusiasm? I mean, not as much as
3: my co-host, but I mean, he just like I'm the Brooks capital homer. He's the Keegan Bradley homer. <laughs> I mean, like there's things you can point to where, you know, his iron play has definitely been up and down recently. And that's probably why he hasn't been doing all that great, but he's been driving it relatively well. He's been really good around the green too. Uh, I mean, his U S open history is definitely up and down, but he's got a T seven last year, Brookline a T four back at Pinehurst with the really firm and fast fairways there too. Um, I mean, T 23 at the masters this year with the elevation changes. So, and his ownership is really low. I think that's actually important. So, uh, I mean, for a guy who has shown some upside this year on some difficult courses with his low ownership, you know, it's worth a stab, especially between, you know, a popular Bryson DeChambeau and, you know, in a popular Rose and a popular Neiman. So yeah, that's definitely, um, a pivot there, which I actually think might be a decent pivot.
2: Oh, wait. You, he liked your pivot more than my pivot. Yes. That's, a decent pivot. That's all you can yeah, ask for here. That's nice. Oh, and
0: uh we have uh we he must have heard his ears burn and uh the cousin Mush himself in the chat saying, Talk about loser. Uh oh, Keegan wow. Bradley missed cut. Wow.
2: wow. Ooh.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm I should play Keegan Bradley outright after that fold statement by yeah. a cousin Mush. 125,
2: to, 125 to one. If Let's go, curious. baby. Let's go, baby. Kramer, what do you got? <laughs> Kappa really loves that dude. Oh, All right. Yeah. So uh <laughs> trying to cheer him up. <laughs> in in less than a week, we had the merger slash hostile takeover of golf. Yes. Uh, we then had an absolutely electric Canadian Open that was won by was, a Canadian on a fucking awesome long ass shot. And then one of his countrymen who finished twelfth in the same event. Ran on the green with champagne spraying it everywhere, <laughs> trying to celebrate, and he gets absolutely speared. I, I put by the, this security guard who you see the way he negotiated that guard coming through the hole and just popped him. How do I not play Adam Hadwin for 6,900 in the U.S. I, Open? I need to do it. We
0: need to get a meme of like me shaking the champagne. I'm that guy with like, un, you know, debuting my DFS lineup. And then Capper and Steve are the security that, guards tackling that me. slow
2: cinematic <laughs> view where you see. Oh, dude. Yeah. I put it in the discord. The if you haven't move. seen the
0: alternate angle, it's really pretty. Yeah, it's it's like pretty cool video. So.
2: so yeah, based on all that, I just, I, I figured I wanted to talk about Adam Hadwin. So good I way am to jealous talk about of the him. Mojo
0: uh, move. Yeah,
2: and so he's also 6,900. I was like, come nice. on draft Kings. Like, what are you doing? You're making it so he's gonna be a popular. Obviously, gonna be so easy to click, Adam. You're gonna scroll down. You're see Adam Hadwin at 6900. you will be like, oh, that's the dude that got tackled. Doink. All right, that he's in the lineup. Serious responses from the judges only. Steve.
3: Well, look. I mean, you know, if you're gonna pick a shorter player, uh, you want a guy like Adam Hadwin where he's pretty good around the green and a relatively good uh, putter, and he has, uh, you know, he limits the bogeys. So that can work. I mean, he played very well last year at the U S open. I think my problem with him is overall, he's actually on record of saying he hates playing on Bermuda and oh this no. is Bermuda T degree, mm. oh no. mm. just a lot of really bad results. You look at oh some of no. his recent results on <laughs> Bermuda golf courses, uh, you know, he lost 0.8 strokes per round with his irons at uh quail hollow lost 2.3 at Harbor town, lost 1.3 at Austin country club, lost 1.1 at Valspar, lost oh, 0.67 at Bay Hill this and so bad. on and so on and so on. <laughs> so the guy just doesn't hit very well off of Bermuda. Uh, you know, if this was a different golf course with a different grass, I think I could get behind that, but on Bermuda, I think he might have a lot of trouble.
2: All right, Capper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean He's
1: not. He's not wrong. Listen, we got we got money to work with. Let's see who your next terrible pick is, and then we can see. Oh, it's a, wow. I'm already
2: penciling in an upgrade from Hadwin to Keegan yeah. Bradley. We've achieved. Oh the, wow! We've achieved Love the top. Wow. I haven't wow. done it yet. It's not a final answer. I I, I want to hear their take. I'm going on to the game. judges with this. That's well. <laughs> it's my my favorite part of American Idol was the phone a friend segment. So. <laughs> that was that
0: was who wants to be All a millionaire. Right.
2: Thank you, Sean. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: All right, my next golfer. Here we go. I, this I is like your
2: fifth golfer, right?
0: Fifth golfer. Yes. I, I'm worried he could be chalky because of the because of how cheap he is. He's made 18 in the last 19 cuts. He uh, he had a 369 on Sunday, uh, finished five under, tied for 38. So he's been playing uh, relatively pretty good. He's a hometown kid. He was born in California, went to college at Pepperdine, right down the street here. Give me Sahith Thegala. For seventy six hundred dollars. Capper, how say you on Sahith wow. this week? Uh so here's the deal. He's fun to watch. He's Look very Steve's very, trying he's, to not laugh. <laughs> he's
1: uh he's he's really, really squirrely to say the nicest thing you can say off yeah. the tee. And, and he can really put himself in jail uh, at this course. Uh I mean, he is just insanely inconsistent, uh, with, with coming off the tee and really with his irons. Um he can make pots, but he is just very, very, very volatile. Um, I don't I don't like his profile for this course. Mm-hmm. If it plays how we think it's gonna play.
0: Steve, how say you? Any positives on Sahith the <laughs> Well, I, I think it's very
3: brave of you going back to the hometown narrative after you try to say a guy from Westchester, New York, is from you know close. I the knew Bronx, you were going to bring so. that up. I knew. <laughs> it. So, so props to you. I hope it works out a little better than Cam Young did in his hometown. Apparently, here. Uh, so look, I mean, what my co-host said is definitely correct. Mm. You know, Sahith has definitely been slumping, especially off the tee. Now there is a lot of room here, so. But the problem is that you can't miss in the wrong spots. And that definitely can be, so game. He is really volatile. You don't really want that, but that don't you want Open. that now? Don't you want now, that now, though? Now in a, 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 yeah. a positive for him. He was really good. at Augusta national. And that is a comp course to yep, this place yep, with the uneven yep, lies. Yep. He finished there ninth there. He yeah. has shown to be okay. in some difficult yep. uh, scoring conditions this year with, you know, a six at Riviera, fourth at Torrey pines. The problem is though, like those are the, that's, even though he did well in California, those tracks, it's a different agronomy, what we're going to see here. And I don't think his Bermuda record overall is tremendously strong. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a volatile play. I think he's got a lot of talent, but you know, it's, it it could, it could blow up in your face or it could be really rewarding. I don't think he's very highly owned this week. So um,
0: that's what
2: I want. DFS baby. Uh, That's what they're saying. Me putting Kepka and Cantlay on the same Mm. team could end up. You know, one guy stroking another and blows up in his face. We no one wants. You that. know, right? It's the remember, new live tour. That's, I'm I remember. Sorry, sorry. it's the, it's not the live tour. It's the new tour that isn't the live tour, but it's gonna be Ryan, cool. Ryan, I, like
0: I remember tour. years ago you <laughs> and another uh, uh, a former uh, Boston contributor here on this very <laughs> podcast saying Tariq Cohen that's a horrible pick, and that squirrely gentleman helped me nail two hundred grand in in a DraftKings uh, millionaire. Yeah, that's so a loaded just, question. You gotta dare to dream, Ryan. You you got to dare to dream. Uh Speaking of dream, again, shout out to Las Vegas, Capper. What do you What do you got here? Who's what, your
2: sixth golfer? What year was that uh NFC or AFC East preview?
0: Oh, we Capper.
2: It was two probably heads. our
0: worst podcast of all time. Yeah, it might be. It might be the worst one. Ever <laughs> and ever. That's saying something. All right, we'll so have to dig that from the archives. Last
2: pick. I assume. I assume he'll be a little chalky because of how consistent he has been making the cut. He showed up in the Masters. Amateur Sam Bennett, sixty five hundred. Again, didn't have a ton of money. Um yeah, not much else to it other than the fact that this kid clearly has some fucking onions, to quote Bill Raftery. Capper. Onions you yeah, like, so he's, like definitely, he's definitely be, he's definitely gonna be popular, right? Um, because we've
1: seen him. He's played in majors. He's kind of showing himself. He's kind of an arrogant prick, right? Yeah, which is what you time. need. Which you need. Oh, dude, need he to went be. to Texas A&M, A and M, which a professional way, golfer.
2: Respect to to Cam, uh, your right. guy's producer. Uh, also, good-looking kid from Texas A&M. Well, right.
0: Uh, careful—you don't get a get an HR thing.
2: Well, no. they—they—he's uh, very—I mean, Cam's good-looking. He's a sales guy. Uh, they, but listen, they, the, these motherfuckers love the pageantry a little too much, mm. and they're from Texas. So, being an arrogant prick makes a little mm. sense. Golfer, Stroke. everything's he, bigger in Texas. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he's not that. Good, look. Good looking.
1: He he played last week and he played well, man. Top twenty, uh, you know, top twenty at the Masters too. Um, I like the fact that he got out here the week before um, and got competitive golf in because uh, he's such a young kid. But yeah, I don't hate it at all. I mean, the rest of your lineup isn't like Uber Jock, so yeah, I'm fine with it. Steve.
3: Well, I mean, look, I mean, he's a he's an immensely talented player. Did well at the master did well last week. Uh, I mean, this is a very difficult cut to make only top 60 in ties, but you know, as far as the rest of the DFS pool, it's going to be, it's one of the most difficult uh, to get six of six. So to take a stab on a guy who, you know, has shown well in a major before, I think the only concern I have with him is he's really short off the tee. So it's going to be a lot of really long approach shots and he's still, you know, just coming into his own. We'll see how refined he is with his iron play. Uh, doesn't seem like he's all that great around the green either. Those have been two trouble spots from the last two weeks. So, if he's not his irons all that good, that could get him in trouble, but great talent. Uh, I mean, I don't think his ownership is going to be all that crazy. It'd be relatively high for a $6,500 play. It's yeah. still looking at like 4% or so, right.
1: Which is, which is high for 6,500. And yeah, I mean, look, you're, you're down here at 6,500, man. He's going to have plenty of warts. I mean, that's the reason he's 6,500 and you and you take a flyer on the talent.
2: So do I leave 800 on the table or do I upgrade McCarthy to Keegan Bradley judges? I would see, I, I would, wait, did you say McCarthy? I thought you were getting rid of Hadwin. <laughs> oh, Hadwin. Sorry. Hadwin. Yeah, yeah. I would get rid of Hadwin. I don't like it. Hadwin to McCart to Keegan Bradley.
3: I'll, I'll trust the, uh, I'll trust the Keegan whisperer on this.
2: All right, I'll you know You know what? I'm going to, you know what I, I got to do, Sean, I'm going to play both lineups. Actually, yeah. you know what? Last time I listened to you motherfuckers, you were wrong. I'm holding strong. This guy just okay. got speared tackle on national television in slow motion while trying to celebrate, by the way, watch that video. He barely spills any of that. Champagne does not let go of the bottle. I I did notice that that was pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. He knew not to let go of the bottle. (laughs) It's like when, it's like when you see someone jump into a pool with a beer and they're holding that hand up in the air (laughs) to keep it out of the water. It's beautiful. All right.
0: Final answer.
2: Oh, you didn't give out your last one. Yet. No, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just gloating on my victory. We already, already we
0: already talked about him. I'm sure he's gonna catch a ton of uh a ton of ownership here. He's only seven thousand dollars. Bottom of the barrel, but I like any bottom of the barrel that has Phil Mickelson at the bottom. <laughs> you wanna talk about confidence, oh, you wanna wow. talk about feeling yourself. Ima- imagine the just swagger that Phil Mickelson has. I mean he's second place in the Masters. Yeah, what does
2: he do, right? He's, he just hit bomb. He yeah, hits
0: bombs. He's 16 up with Rory. I mean, come on! Oh, wow. You just won that uh, that huge year long riff. I mean, could you imagine how loose Phil Mickelson is? He literally has nothing to lose. He's turning 53 on Friday. You get the little birthday mojo, the grand slam mojo. That'd
2: be like sitting in <laughs> Pakistan and India next to each other at the UN. It's not not a good idea.
0: Uh, Phil Mickelson at seven thousand dollars. I would imagine he's catching ownership because people like Phil. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Capper, what do you What's your thought?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not getting any ownership, he's less than two percent. Oh, so, wow, awesome! Because he's objectively bad at golf now, right? Other than ah, how other do you get second the place in the
0: Masters? I'm yeah, objectively that bad. They yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's fair, too, right? Both things can be true. So, <laughs> oh,
1: wow. um, he what, knows what he knows the ma- he knows Augusta like the back of his hand, right? So, he yeah. knows where to miss, he knows what he can do, he knows where all knows the breaks all the are the on tricks. the greens it's old man golf. I mean, you've seen yeah. it when you play with these guys at the courses that you play randomly and they're hitting, you know, you know, some sort of, some sort of hybrid off the box. And then they're like, and they just kill you with old man golf. And that's what, that's what Mickelson did at Augusta. Uh, he was terrible at the PGA. Uh, we me and Steve actually watched him uh, for a couple holes and yeah, he's just, yeah, he's not good, man. And I, I just, yeah, no, no, I'm out. I'm out on film.
0: That's fair. But again, for $7,000 bottom of yeah. the barrel, I don't know. To me, there's a narrative, and I like to support my fellow gamblers.
2: Oh, Steve,
0: wow. I know you were already kind of out on him winning, but what about $7,000 as a DFS player?
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of counteracting forces. I mean, I I think because his name is Phil Mickelson he's $7,000. I think he's definitely overpriced based on what you're getting out of him at this stage of his career, but he's going to have low ownership. I mean, there's definitely a lot of guys around here with low ownership around him. I mean, like Austin Acro has been playing a little better lately. I kind of like Patrick Rogers a little bit for this golf course too. That's another option, but listen, it's Phil Mickelson, you know, I mean, if he gets some magic with the short game just makes a weekend here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean that—that's really all you're looking for at seven thousand bucks and low ownership. And if that helps you get towards a six or six, then you know, then it was worth it.
2: Real quick, John, just, just to be clear, the Phil Mickelson uh, direct quote from the tweet that you were mentioning earlier. Yes, which, by the way was a response to an article uh, by Eamon Lynch, maybe Yaman Lynch, Uh, Eamon Lynch, Eamon Lynch, where uh, basically Phil replies in uh, to Twitter. This this guy posted, (laughs) (laughs) he posts his, his article about Phil, Phil responds, pointing out that he was right. Blah, blah, blah. Then another reply comes in says, speaking of professional help, how is your gambling addiction? Yeah. To which Phil says, "Haven't gambled in years. Almost a billionaire now. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Just absolute. Just the uh, Phil. Well, the the, the seven sixty
0: one is like later on in that thread. Cut to
2: twenty years ago with buff ass Tiger Woods and nerdy ass Phil Mickelson walking down the fairway and telling me that Phil was going to turn into this fucking international."
0: He's like a Bond villain. (laughs) (laughs) He's—I kind of—I—I really had no opinion on Phil Nicholson, (laughs) but like the gambling stuff and like (laughs) leaning into—it's kind of how do you not like this guy? It's—it's very weird. Uh, but uh, Kramer, what do you uh, also the fact that like an accounting firm sponsored him after he was convicted of insider trading is yes, just again it's very true. another well, that's, level that's true. of like oh yeah of course I'll endure, uh, endorse uh, KPM, your CPA KPMG. firm. KPMG. Well, that's, that's the best part. These
2: companies are like they're known for being like the audit firms of like accountability. Yeah. A uh, funnier, uh, the re- then there's a response to Phil that says, "Dude, I'm a big Phil fan, but holy shit, man! Just admit you enjoy gambling. No one believes you haven't placed a bet in years, and saying <laughs> it makes you look silly. Just own that you like a little action once in a while. There are plenty of us who love it for uh, love you more for it."
0: <laughs> yeah, come on, That's he's a, you know he's a DJ. No, uh. no use hiding. It. All right, so. In uh just a final, uh John Rahm, Cam Smith, Justin Rose, Keegan Bradley, uh Sahit Thigala. Sahith, yeah. Sahith, sorry, Sahith, and then <laughs> Phil Mickelson for me. Kramer yep. Rattle off your official
2: uh, I mean, uh US Open champion and my guy, Brooks Kapka. Patrick Cantlay, Ricky Fowler, uh Mr. McCarthy, aka the cousin mush pick best putter on tour is what he said. Mm. Uh, Adam Had- Hadwin who got spear tackled by the security guard and amateur Sam Bennett. Uh, all right. Now, what else do we got here?
0: Final, final bets. Anything else we want to give out? Obviously make sure you subscribe to the golf gambling podcast. For me, I did. Uh, I did play some first round leader bets. That'll i give out some of which before we did DFS idol. So I'm still, <laughs> I'm still going to give them out. Um uh first up uh, we got my boy Saheeth Degala at 100 to 1. Uh, Again, I, I know I I'm not going to bet him to win it all, but you know, local kid having a good first round at 100 yeah. to 1, uh, you can talk me into that. John Rum at 25 to 1 is the first round leader. That to me is just I, I don't know, I understand it's one of the chalkier plays, but I like that. Hatton at 50 to 1 and then this kid uh Kits uh Wait. is 125 to one. Kityama? Are you
2: trying to say Kittyyama Even it I was. know Kittyyama
0: No, it's uh K I T Y A Y hmm? A.
3: No, Kittyyama and uh, not <laughs> Kittyaya. Okay <laughs>
1: All right.
0: <laughs> so, John's <laughs> gonna get what, <laughs> Oh, you're right. There is an M in there. All right, Kurt Kitayama. Uh, the kid's, uh, and he may not be a kid. It's 125 to one. He, uh, he did pretty good at the Royal Canadian Open. <clears throat> nice job. Sean. And then my outrights: John Rom, nine to one; Justin Rose, forty-five to one; Phil Mickelson, two hundred fifty to one. You hear it here <laughs> first, Kramer. What do you got?
2: Sorry, just. <laughs>
0: If no, you it. put $4 on it, you win a thousand. And yeah. you just get to enjoy uh looking, just fill throwing it in everyone's face. Like, how fun is that?
2: Thumbs up everywhere. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Uh, I am gonna take Brooks Kepka to beat Scotty Scheffler at plus one sixty-five. Like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting sophisticated with my plays this week. Hmm. I'm also gonna fade the very uh oh wait here we go. I'm going to fit wait here we go sorry <clears throat> I'm going to fade Mr. Max Homa with Tyler Hatton minus one and a half strokes minus one ten. I'm then gonna take an outright on Brooks one outright single bullet it makes the uh the cheapness of the of the price uh worth take here's the question do I go full football bet on this. Mm. Yes. Ka- yeah. You're only doing one. Okay. And then mm-hmm. for the first round leader, I can, I'm going to give you three. We're going to go oh. Ricky Fowler at 50 to one or whatever, the maybe whatever the best price you can find is. Yep. Uh, I am also going to play. <laughs> I also played Adam Hadwin before we <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> uh, and then lastly I mean, he's three hundred. And lastly, I, I played a, a, another one on Sam Bennett. So Sam Bennett, what is know. he? Uh, yeah, you know, what I'm that? adding Bro- Brooks Cap is thirty to one. I'll add Brooks. All right. What's Sam Bennett's numbers? Like two fifty? What is uh, that? I, I I refreshed the wrong screen here. Hold on. Oh my on god! It doesn't matter. He's not winning. <laughs> well, well, uh, you asked the question. I can get you that. that. Steve, Steve, if you had it, he's two hundred to one.
0: Steve, oh, if you had to co sign one of our bets and ride along no, no, with no. one of our bets, which one <laughs> of those?
2: Ask him for his own. Ask him for his own. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm just saying. No, Give like us no. a good bet, not <laughs> yeah. one of our bets.
0: <laughs> well, Steve, which, which of these is the most appealing, if any?
3: I mean, I gotta side with Brooks kept a single bullet. I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's not on my card, but I always respect somebody who puts their nuts on the line for Brooks Kepka. So yes, that's that's the one I would co side. And
2: by the way, Steve, have you seen the pictures of Darren Waller? God damn, what a god this man is. <laughs>
3: oh, god. I am very excited about him uh streaming across the middle and lighting up uh safeties all year. It's gonna be great.
0: Well, hopefully hopefully you got Saquon there. I know. Oh, I know god. there's some uh, suddenly Sean man. cares about running backs. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, you need to you need to use a top five pick. Running back, extend them, get him, get him that long term deal. Capper, if you had to pick one of these bets we just gave out, which which one do you like the best? So foul rights are so yours because I also
1: bet Rom. You can definitely Ooh. still get a better number than nine. Okay. Uh, I like I like Kramer's matchup though too. I love that matchup. The Brooks one. Yeah, Brooksy. Yeah, I was, plus money. Against I was Scottie. surprised I
2: to see that. I,
1: Yeah, so I took a similar bet with Ron plus money against Scotty. These guys are also fucking good. Anytime you can get plus money when they're basically the same, like plus one sixty five for Brooks Sheffler feels
2: like what am I missing? Yeah, well, I mean,
1: listen, as bad as Scotty is, he's top fiving everything. So I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Like if he if he puts just a slightly less shitty, he wins
2: an event by like four strokes. All right, I'm going football bet. Brooks, let's go.
0: There you go. Toss the football bet in on Brooks. Uh big thanks to the Golf Gambling Podcast, guys. Of course, make sure to subscribe to the Golf Gambling Podcast a bunch of great videos over on Twitter, youtube.com. Make sure you look them up over there, follow them on social media, Twitter at golf gambling pod, Boston capper at Boston underscore capper. Check out the discord. The golf discord is a lot of fun. Steve gives a lot of great info in there. Answers a ton of the listener uh, questions there. These guys kill it. So uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to all the golf gambling stuff. Smash that subscribe button. uh, We'll be. I mean, we we continued to uh, give out ton of uh, ton of episodes content. What do we got, Right? We got a little college football futures, more NFL futures. Yeah, I think I think we'll find a way to talk maybe some USFL college baseball. Noah's (laughs) been on a great run. College baseball, excellent.
2: Unfortunately, the NBA is over, so we no longer have an NBA finals prediction show uh, tomorrow. So we'll figure something (laughs) out.
0: Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling
2: Podcast and more best ball, Sean. Oh yeah,
0: for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Second Money
2: Green, and he is Ryan. Uh, just put a $500 bet on Brooks Skepka to win the U.S. Open.
0: Kramer, let it run.